Hi, I'm Tony Riddle, and this is the Natural Lifestylist podcast. So way back in December, I had this crazy idea to run from Land's End to John O'Groats in just 30 days. But I wasn't just going to run it, I was going to run it barefoot to raise funds for environmental charities and collaborate with world-leading experts, to raise awareness and money for six organisations fighting the top sustainability issues of our time. I knew running barefoot would raise many a socially extreme eyebrow, and with that eyebrow raising behaviour, I would be able to provide a perfect platform to highlight the importance of connecting with our environment and those key sustainability issues of our time. It gives me great pleasure to introduce you to Richie Norton, AKA the Strength Temple. I first met Richie at a dinner that We Move magazine had put together, and we instantly hit it off. To be fair, there's not a lot to not like about Richie. So hitting it off is a no-brainer. Richie is an ex-rugby player turned yogi, surfer, adrenaline junkie. He's spent the last 10 years working alongside sports professionals and some of the most respected pioneers of human performance. And what has grown out of this is Richie's own unique blend of meditation, breathwork and yoga. I'm so aligned with what Richie is putting out into the world, so it gives me great pleasure to be able to share this relaxed chat with you. Richie shares an insight into his own journey of self-discovery and provides some simple yet potent tools to unlock and develop physical and mental well-being. I hope you enjoy the chat. So, I'm here with Richie Norton. Richie, a.k.a. The Strength Temple, and I'm so pleased this is happening. It's come on one of those days when it's probably more important than ever to have Richie here. Um, Richie's great at taking people through the process. I've had just one of those couple... Well, it's not one day, it's a couple of days where things just haven't quite panned out how I thought they were. Um, I personally know I can go into the cave, into the pain cave. I know I have tools that help me get out the pain cave which I know Richie has some great tools. Um, so this is taking off the path of what we normally perceive sustainability for me. I wanted to talk to Richie about being a sustainable human in what can be, like what I've experienced, stressful situations and things that kind of take us off the path and that we can have tools that help us process the path and get back on it so we can continue, which for me is the path is just being present. So how do we get back to the present moment? So that's kind of why I wanted you on the show, man. I'm calling it a show now. Can you believe it? This is the this is the Tony Riddle show. The Tony Riddle show. We're back on the show. Um, I think you should have a show. Uh, we, let's do a show, man. We know enough people to have good chats. We do. We huh? have loads of good chats and create a show. So Richie's here. Hello, Richie. Hi, mate. How Thanks are you, bro? Thanks for having me along. That's cool. I'm glad we can make it happen still. Yeah, I mean, we had a run booked in, didn't we? We did have a run. So Richie was all for months. Richie was all fired up for a run, and then he put it out there. He's like, "I don't want to run. <laughs> I don't want to run." And Tony's ankle get blown up. No, my didn't. My wish came true. No, um, of course not. So for those that don't know, um, my foot swelled up. My left foot swelled up. It made me throw to my right foot. I've worn the pads out underneath my foot. It's too excruciating. I've taken a couple of days out, so we're resting. So it's still a 30-30 challenge. I'm just going to have to do more mileage at the end. Richie gladly came on, so he's here for an interview. Cool. Might still sneak in a run, maybe. We may. If I end up up north where you'll end up. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. Maybe that will still happen. Yeah, the healing process. I'm putting it out there. So Richie, ex-rugby player, 
yogi, XPT, mindfulness, breath work. I mean, mm. what else? What else is there to Richie? How did you, how how did you find all many this, Richie? Many layers, many layers. Um, well, a, a big part of it has been coming across you actually, thanks to the We Move guys, putting us in alignment through uh, the We Move podcast. Oh, because we met at the dinner, didn't we? Yeah, we, we met, met at the, the We dinner. Move dinner. Yeah, the and since then dinner. it's kind of like it's it's been a real like connection with you. Um, and you've been a big part for me to actually sort of step out of my comfort zone and to align with I think where your journey has also taken you Mm. um especially talking about the the medicines and you know the the transformations and the lessons and the journey and and what it's given you and what it keeps giving you Mm. and I know I've confided in you with a lot of that that's helped me structure my next steps but you know without going deep into that the the background for me is coming from rugby and you know starting rugby at a very young age thinking that was going to be my future my my career and the wear and tear that put on my body physically mentally emotionally and the pressure and when that got taken away because of injury uh and feeling powerless and not being able to you know carry on what i thought was going to be my you know the biggest journey my biggest achievement you know and you know relating to where we are now it's a real blow and you're like, you really... F- when you're de- derailed that way. <sighs> well, because did rugby become like the personality for you as well? 100% so it, it was my outlet. It yeah, was everything for me. It was man, life. Yeah, yeah. I, I was struggling with a lot. Rugby was my outlet. Training, physical social challenges, tribe. social, everything. I was going down wrong paths. And I realized I had more to give and more to offer, but I really didn't know how to communicate it and didn't know how to channel all the energy and all the frustration and anger and all this you know confusion and um the short version is i i, I found my way into breath work yoga meditation years later after really losing my way and it uh, seems that such polarity to rugby doesn't it i don't know why but rugby and and mindfulness and mm-hmm. breath work and mm-hmm. yoga seems mm-hmm. like such poles apart don't they if you'd have said to me when i was playing rugby one day you're going to be a yoga teacher and you're going to teach kids and adults how to breathe and how to be more mindful about how they exist and, and live a more sustainable existence, I would have laughed or just thought you were bonkers. So what? what uh, so, how did that ignite, though? How was that moment between right, the breakdown of rugby? Mm. How, did you sco- how did you discover the breath work? Do you know what I mean? How did you... So it's a really intricate journey a polarity, over a few you know years. I mean? yeah, yeah. It, it was... Um, I meant I went to uh, Sydney. I moved to Australia wow. when I was 30 years old because it was my last window to get that Australian working visa. And I thought this is my way out of it. This is my way out of of the UK. I needed a change. I felt like I was just destroying myself, yeah. grinding in London. Yeah. And I went to Australia. And I thought, well, I'm in Australia. I'm going to learn how to surf because that looks like fun. And I don't come to Australia and not try and give it a go. And I committed to a routine of like, I've never had a routine. I've not had a routine in a while since I stopped playing rugby. My body felt pretty broken. I wasn't really functioning very well. I stopped training the gym, put on a bit of weight. Lost purpose. Lost purpose, lost direction. And going back into nature, getting in the ocean, getting smashed a lot, almost drowning a few times. But the, you know what I learned from that was resilience and persistence and got fit and healthy. And then off the back of that, I met a girl as you do, yeah, yeah. A single guy in Sydney came across a beach babe, 
and nice. um, she was a yoga teacher and, and put a different spin on yoga. She's like, you know, you just go and have a little vibe with my in my class. It's very playful. We just move and we breathe. And I was like, okay, that's a different delivery. I'm going to go and give it a go. And all of a sudden, what I thought was loads of shapes and meditations and chanting. Esoterical kind and, of. And, you know, lycra and lots of women in a, in a yoga class where I already felt intimidated. She gave it a different language and and I connected with it on a very different level. Breathing became part of how I moved, the tempo of how I went through class. So it was under, it was at my pace. Mm. And yeah, the, the next chapter, again, while I was in Sydney, I, I had to go to a Brazilian college that it was like, I dare say a loophole, but it was more a really interesting subject, capoeira. Yeah, yeah. Where you'd learn, you get a diploma in capoeira and Brazilian martial arts. And Which is really playful again, right? Playful. Mm. It really spoke to me. And also you came away with, with um, a coaching course on how to teach kids and, and the elderly and how to communicate with other people to give them really in easy instruction to be able to get them to do some physical exercise. But what was tied in with that was, was his capoeira practical exam that you had to do over this year period while you were in, on this course. So I started doing capoeira and I started going to yoga and then these Brazilians that I was studying with also went surfing at the weekend, had barbecues on the beach and they had built in community and it was all about community. And I just thought, wow, I feel amazing. I'm not surprised, look how many physical boxes you've ticked yeah. there, right? Or social physical yeah. boxes, right? Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. And then all my injuries went away. This was the big thing. Mm. All the aches and pains and the niggles that I'd been played with that stopped my my rugby career going any further. All of a sudden, they weren't there anymore. I could move better. I could move quicker. Yeah, I started no. to play rugby again. And I wonder how many of those, are the, the emotional attachment to them as well. Big, you know? yeah, yeah, big. Yeah. I found a, a whole new like vibe of life. Surfing got better. I was moving more like fluidly. I was moving in different directions and different planes of motion and like speaking with more confidently, more empowered mm. because I felt like I got my power back because I'd reconnected with the things that I was completely disconnected with. And um, yeah, life began again. And I realized that I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find a way of communicating this to other people that are in my position, rugby players, athletes. I think most human beings today, man, I mean, it can be people just, I mean, it's understanding that it's to find a purpose again, isn't it? Mm -hmm. To find a purpose or some, some, some out there might not even realize there is a purpose, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So often it, it takes a breaking down to realize there is a purpose. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To yeah, reconnect with definitely. it, reignite something. Definitely. And then also you then have the tools mm -hmm. as you've gathered mm -hmm. to help the others. Big time. I think some of my biggest inspirations and the, some of the most amazing stories that I've heard have come from people that have overcome struggle, mm. that have hit a dark moment of life or overcome adversity and become yeah. more resilient and more empowered and more aware and, and how that is a gift when you look at it that way to be able to inspire other people. And I, I went there and I feel, I, I feel like I've been able to align and attract and see and connect those people now because I've seen pain in other people and suffering in other people and wanting to empower those people to see that as a superpower because you have that insight into know how to build strength and resilience to overcome physical changes, challenges, emotionally, spiritually, 
And that can come through changing your diet, changing your lifestyle, changing your environment, changing your friend circle. Or even just you know? removing the fear of adversity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Changing the mm -hmm. relationship with it completely, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah. This is going to come at some stage mm -hmm. to all human beings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we live in such fear of it. Mm -hmm. Where sometimes leaning in. Lean in. Yeah, exactly. Is, is where you're going to really face what's, what's actually there in front of you, talking to you, communicating to you that you're either suppressing or hiding from. Yeah. Whereas that's, that's there for you to learn and to be able to move into that next chapter. It's the honesty and the humbling experience of yeah. adversity that yeah. teaches Lean us in. the most, right? Lean in. And, and you know, that's where your growth will come. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I made myself, made my way back to London as a personal trainer and was very lucky to not have to go and work in big mainstream gyms. I just realized I had this mission, I had this knowledge, I had this insight, and I thought... So aligned. The man. UK wasn't really where I was. Uh, uh, you know, the gift of Australia was they were so far ahead for me, in my eyes, with food, nutrition, exercise, outdoor lifestyle, and how power that, powerful that was. And I came back to, the, to London and I felt like I was surrounded by zombies and robots going through this repetitive cycle. Uh, you know, going to gyms, lifting weights for aesthetics and just smashing weights with no real idea why. In a all, just all linear. And, and including, you know, not just general public, but professional athletes. Yeah. And the conversations I'd had with people, it was so like strange for me to have these very open chats about intricacy of how do you mobilize your body and rewild yourself to be more in tune with how your body's working for you. Mm. So it will work better for you because of how you breathe and the way you move and align simple movement patterns. And they were like, what are you on about? Yeah. I mean, you're a professional athlete. The more in tune you are with yourself, the more mindful you are about your movement and what you eat and how you behave and how you speak will directly affect the way you feel and the way you perform. How successful you become as a human being, yeah. not just an athlete, right? Yeah, so when I realized it was, it was you know, so new to a lot of people, I realized this was, where I was going to be able to add value. And that was a few years ago now. I've been on a bit of a wild journey through there and did, did my yoga teacher training in Bali with one of my you know, most amazing friends, Ian Finn. So he was um, over recently. He was over recently in, in London. and Rich, uh, Rich, you just had a birthday. Yeah, yeah, birthday. And it was a real special day to connect with him again. And he's just an incredible human with the ability to look at the individual and go, I'm going to use this language because I see that's where you're going to make a connection with this. Mm. And for me, I've embodied that. That's quite in how a skill I teach set. Yoga. That's the coach's personality, isn't it's it? It's like, well, you might not want to be a yoga teacher. You might not want to be a spiritual guru. You might not want to be a teacher or a coach. But we all have this gift to be able to help each other mm. and to inspire others based on our ability to be connected with ourselves and to have this extra strength and resilience to maybe help other people through challenges. And when I want to try and educate people on mobilization and moving a bit better and being more connected with yourself and your family and the environment, you've got to go a bit more inward. Uh, and my journey has been very similar. But for me to go and teach a yoga class and use Sanskrit names and traditional yogi words, I didn't connect to yoga that way my connection to it was I'm going to move my body and breathe and have my own practice based on what my body wants to do in that moment on that day. And that's what saved you as well. And that's what saved me mm. because I was able to slow pace, the pace of life down and I was able to see nature differently. Yeah. I was able to like 
feel aches and pains that were bothering me that I wasn't addressing. I was ignoring it, suffering a little bit better with it rather than actually going, oh, my back is really feeling tight here. That's giving me anxiety. It's giving me stress. I'm not moving properly. That's frustrating me. I'm not sleeping very well, but I'm ignoring it. Whereas, Well, you're, not, you're never just ignoring it. That's the point because we start using pacifiers to yeah. deal with the yeah. ignorance yeah. of the symptom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I thought, well, uh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to search out people uh, that I, I relate to and I, I realize actually have a similar story mm. and I bet I can learn something from their journey. Yeah. But along the way, I'm just going out and, and connecting with these people, just having conversations, enlightening people, sharing topics like we are now to bring yeah. awareness to whoever's watching this to maybe go, actually, I need to maybe give that some attention and just giving them that little nudge maybe giving them a little bit of insight education to get them up and moving and thinking about the things that really matter because i think there's a lack of perspective on what's really important well it's powerful isn't it because i got i got i was stopped on the run by a guy called stuart botting this dude rocks up in this vw red bright red vw transporting a camper van type mm-hmm. style thing he's just standing in this country lane with his arms out and i'm running towards this guy <laughs> and i'm like who is this and he's like, oh, I'm stu- oh, hi, Tony. And then as I get close, he says, I realize you don't know me, but I feel like I know you. And um, we chat and we start talking about how he was in a dark space, right? And um, through following me, through following you, um, then he got into Rich Roll. Then he said, oh, and then I found you on Rich Roll, which is amazing. I put two and two together and here I am, I'm on the path. But I was in this dark space, and by doing morning rituals, by doing breath work, by doing mobility, by doing ice baths, mm. by turning to a plant-based diet, and now I'm into barefoot. My mm. son and I walk around barefoot, and my daughter calls us the Barefoot Warriors, right? <laughs> and he just had this glint in his eye, and you could mm. see he's transformed, right? Mm. And he's mm. transformed through social media, mm. because... That's the tribe, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where we're pushing content out mm-hmm. into. So it's not just meeting the individual or yeah. putting the class on. There's that tool as well now, isn't there? Yeah. To open up the space. Yeah. Which is like doing massive festivals. Like you have a huge following, right? Imagine that. It's like doing a talk to 58,000 people mm. if they're all listening. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he had, do you know what his glint was? I was like, you've got an amazing glint in your eye, man. What's, what's going on? He said, well, I just get up and I know what I'm doing now. I start with a routine. I have a routine. And I was like, oh, you found purpose then? He's like, yeah, I, fa- I think I found my purpose. Yeah. And he said, for a man, a family man with kids, mm-hmm. to find purpose again has been one of the most powerful gifts mm-hmm. he could find. Mm. You know? How old was he? Um, I'd say he's probably 50. You know? Young. Yeah. So yeah. much potential. So yeah. much opportunity. Potentiality there is like whatever he wants it to be. That's what I love about it. When you tell me those conversations, I think, right, well, how can I share that with my dad? Because I know he would love, you know, the opportunity to maybe do something different. He's outgoing. He's looking for the next thing. You know, he's got time on his hands. And how do you inspire people that are maybe looking for something but don't quite know where to start and just give them that that little nudge and, you know, to get going? Well, I think you keep doing what you're doing, Richie. You know what I mean? Mm. That's what it seems like. Yeah. And especially for parents, right? Mm. It's like they they don't want to be told by their own kids Mm. how to behave. But they're observed their (laughs) behavior because they're their kids. Yeah. 
So rather than being told, it's just be. Mm. And then once you be, then people see. Mm. And then the see turns into we, something mm. else. Oh, I, lo- mm. I like that. I love that. Um, that was good. That was good, mate. It's <laughs> like you had that recording. Yeah, script, man. Like no, hold on, mate. I'll turn that off. Could write it down. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought up the whole Rich Roll thing as well. He, um, I mean, he was one of the first podcasts I ever came across when yeah, I got yeah. into the whole podcast space. Big, really like his vibe. Yeah. Um, really, get, really hope I get to meet him one day. And uh, amazing guy. He's uh, yeah, incredible guy. I was listening to him on the way down here actually, and. Um, one guy sent me a video message yesterday, the power of social media. And I do, I've, I've, I've got a great relationship with social media now. At one point I lost my way with it and my relationship wasn't very positive. It was a bit like, mm. and this guy reached out to me very, in a very vulnerable way, ex-military. And he had something happen to him and, and, he, and he, he, at the right time, at the right moment, because I'd put content out at a time when he was listening to Rich Roll, your podcast, checked out you followed you found me and one word that came out of my post one day the day after because he just found me resonated with him there you go and that gave him the confidence to go i've never shared this with anybody and he shared and i sent my voice note back straight away he lives in the u.s and um and he just needed to like have a soundboard mm. to be able to express something that had been pushed down and suppressed because he felt completely stuck. And for me, having these conversations where well, I love it so much and I get quite emotional in the whole thing is that's how powerful this can be mm. if you're there to do good. And if you're there to create a message, you're there to inspire other people. Whatever your tool is, don't be afraid to share it. You never know who will be listening, who will be watching. You know? Yeah, I guess that it's the learning or... finding the tribe around you that enables you to understand that this is all about being again and if you're just being then in theory everyone around you can grow from that Mm -hmm. because that's the authenticity again isn't it what we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. being authentic finding the finding the authentic richie within the Mm. story right Mm. yeah so um i'm i'm tony now right and i've and i'm let's say i'm i'm smashing out hours in the office um get back whacking a microwave meal um stay up watch a bit of news um on my joey and chandler chair um have all the lights on around me eventually creep into bed probably about just past midnight wake up to the beep 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 in the morning hit snooze beep 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 hip snooze get up go and smash some coffee because that's the only thing that can ignite a bowel movement and then um probably skip breakfast because i've run out of time get a shower cover myself in chemicals aftershave smash the door shut leg it as fast as i can to the tube because i'm in hypertension already and get involved with the whole commute that's probably gone through the same process can't bear to look at someone on the tube because i'm feeling ashamed of myself in reality and um arrive at the office to sit down what would you advise me i'm already anxious (laughs) reliving that whole experience yeah man I've been there. Yeah, we've all been. That's I, how I know it, there, you know. You know I, I left London because I acted on my gut instinct that that was not a healthy place to remain. Mm. And it wasn't sustainable. So I wanted to practice what I preach and I wanted to like make the move. And, and it was a big move that happened over two weeks because I know how easy it is to get caught up in that routine and the habit and not know how to get off that ride. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna throw in here. We're not, anyway, anyone's listening, we're not judging you for that behavior, just no. 
highlighting that that's what's been normalized. Yeah. And we just want to give you some tools to help you just see maybe a different way. Yeah, I'd be a hypocrite if I said that I've got it all figured out yeah. and that I have a routine that is nailed and it's always perfect. No, 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 no. Well, when you do think you've got it figured out, then the process shows you when actually, actually you're no. still in the process. Get back in your box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because I've been there, I can authentically say I know where you are at if you are living that life and it can feel a bit, you can feel lost, you can feel a bit helpless, you feel stuck, um, demotivated, like, upset frustrated angry all these things or maybe just completely unaware that you're in that space and maybe just need a little reminder to just check yourself mm. and take a little step back and just reassess if that is your life are you happy and what are the little changes you can make to maybe get on a on a new ride to start to make changes that are more positive that are maybe one step closer to where you really want to be because you know that's not sustainable and it's affecting your health physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, however you want to look at it. But also you it's affecting the health of others because that's 100%. that's what you're also the addition to the normalized Definitely. behavior, right? Definitely. Your family, whether it's your wife, your partner, your kids, your friends, your work colleagues, if you are not living a life of fulfillment and purpose and you're waking up happy and you have time and you feel healthy and you're eating well and you're getting time to do the things that you love it's likely you're resenting something and you're wishing something was different and that affects your mood, your personality, your energy. Your energy then affects that person that you're around the most and the people that you're in your environment. So you're in the office and the rest of the people around you like, you know, it just tra it passes through everybody that you're around. So having rituals that I've, you know, embraced living in the life that I live now is is really the key for me to keep on that journey and to be able to then share the ups and downs that that brings when you step out of that, those habits that do keep you on track. So the takeaway here, I guess, to maybe inspire people to start those changes is, okay, well, just maybe um, audit your life a little bit and mm. see where you can make little changes that are sustainable, that are realistic that will have an impact straight away. So I do these morning routines. You just described a morning routine that is definitely not gonna set you off on the right frequency. Yep. So one thing before you wake up is sleep. You know, we, we, Matthew Walker created a huge wave of interest after all the science that he brought to the table, which I endorsed massively because it transformed who I am mm. by prioritizing getting a, a good night's sleep before you go to bed. How much technology, you, you've got your phone and your iPad in front of your face, taking in all this stimulation before Weird you get in bed, in bed and then expecting to have a good sleep. It's not going to happen. Well, that, that beyond the device, even the news at 10. Yeah. You know. Crazy. Yeah, the crazy yeah. stuff that's going on in the world. Crazy. Would that be discussed around a campfire? Feed your brain with all that fear and destruction mm. and pain and suffering and worry and then let it completely immerse your subconscious to when you go into your dream state yeah. with all this other clutter. Yeah. Um, so sleep is definitely something to audit and, and there's so much great information out there to how to improve that. You know, when you eat, switching off, you know, a little bedtime ritual eating the right things, having like these you know, amazing supplements we have now that help shut down. And I'm experimenting with CBD right now, which has been a game changer. And I I can't I've been using that. To delve into that a little bit big more. Big shifts, isn't it, for down-regulating and big, just... Big, yeah. so I'm fascinated about that space. And then morning routines is getting up and not looking at your phone again. So ideally, starting your day as you didn't end your day, 
waking up and without this hyper stimulation of your digital screen just filling your brain when you're super sensitive and ready to absorb things don't make it mm. something that isn't going to stimulate you wake up brush your teeth scrape your tongue um, hydrate your body's so dehydrated when you wake up feed your muscles feed your tissues feed your brain move breathe get out in nature watch the sunrise get up a little bit earlier move your body read something positive listen to a podcast where your ears are going to hear something motivating stimulating and 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 just so yeah so the so cbd oil aside folks that's all free that's all free it's all free it's all free yeah doesn't cost you anything yeah cbd yes i went off and tracked it's something i'm into it's quite no i am as well relevant, but, but i mean we put the cbd to one side the sleep for free Moving away from your device for free, mobilizing the bodies for free. And time. And time. It doesn't take a lot of time. People think, I've got to go to the gym for an hour. I've got to do a workout. I've got to have a PT. Get me up and get me motivated and shout at me to do stuff. How about just doing it because you know that's the most important thing for you to have a healthy existence. If you don't take, if you take care of your physical body, your mental health, what good is it working your yourself into the ground if you're not able to enjoy that lifestyle you're trying to create when you're not living it now yeah and that shift of perspective is like actually i do have five minutes i do have 10 minutes five minutes as you've often seen my igtv is like five minutes becomes 10 minutes very quick because you're so into the practice of that mindful attention to what your body needs in that moment and even if you're brand new to this and you your fitness is shocking you haven't done anything in this ever before. You're really struggling to get back into the flow of things. Start with five minutes. Roll out on your mat. Lie on the floor. Breathe a little bit. Mm. Find all these amazing tutorials of how to get the basics right. Go for a walk in nature. And if you've got kids and very aware of families, families can be a really good excuse and a distraction and something that needs attention. So if your kids are up super early and you're like, oh, I wish I'd had an extra bit of time in bed, there's no reason why they can't start to practice some of these rituals as well. You know, mm. go to bed a little bit earlier with them. You know, get up yeah, we with all, them. We go to sleep together. Yeah. Same it's time. Like live the similar, you know, flow of life. Because you're one organism yeah. as a family. And then get them to play with you in the morning. Yeah. They love to play. Why don't you play? Mm. Connect with your kids in the morning. Get them into the routine early. Get them drinking water with you in the morning. Get them out for a walk in nature outside around the block into the park. Yeah. I just feel there's a lot of excuses made out there when it could be made a lot more simple and a lot more empowering. And, and those rituals, those habits, lift your energy, lift your mood, get these endorphins lifted up so you can then have some topped up to share with those people you're going to come into contact with that maybe didn't have that same start to the day. Yeah, and then you're showing yeah. the appropriate behavior for the observation. Yeah, and inspiring. Inspiring. And also when you build that new habit, then it, it, it you have more power to remove the excuse. Mm -hmm yeah as to why not yeah and i think uh, i love the idea of i always say it when i do talks i was just with fern cotton uh, at the happy place festival <laughs> in in uh, in tatton park and it really boosted my confidence in what the human race is capable of when good vibes are there and we're there looking out for each other people hugging mm. people you know just communicating talking without their phones out trying to capture every moment being present and I, I, I always share it in the workshops. I get people to hug, as you know, and um, and have this awkward connection of introducing themselves to each other. Like, oh, oh, hi, oh, oh, another human. Oh, it's so nice to actually chat to you. Yeah, my name is Steve. You know, my name is Tony. And 
I always say, well, you all have this superpower now because you all feel great after you just had this hug and you've just moved your body a little bit and you've got this good feeling, this high. Yeah, yeah. Now you have the ability to go and share that with someone else and bring some mm. light and some good energy into someone else's day. How nice does that feel? Yeah, it feels pretty good, actually. We all have this ability. We just forget. And that can lift your vibe and someone else's. So again, we're talking about the most simplest things. These are just fundamental human needs again, Mm -hmm. right? So there's human connection, contact Mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. Sleep, Mm -hmm. movement, Mm -hmm. play, Mm -hmm. breath, Mm -hmm. water, Mm -hmm. right? Sun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's all in there. Mm -hmm. That's just the basic fundamental Mm -hmm. needs. Just a few shifts that need to be made. Yeah. I think if you, all those things, like, well, that's so many things. Well, why not just start with one? Why not? You know, we have all these amazing tools, don't we? And it can seem quite overwhelming, intimidating to try and tackle all of these things that you think aren't quite right or mm. aren't available to you right now. Okay, well, what are the things that are the closest to you, you and what are the most realistic? Drink a, you know, a big glass of water and you wake up. Make that be your ritual this week. And then next week, why don't you add a little bit of movement, a walk around the block after you've had that glass of water. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You know, you know and I think that sometimes we need to just go back to basics and simplify things and strip you're it right great back. at that, getting back to the basics of stuff. And I think if we can leave a really positive message from these chats, it's mm. like, okay, well, let's empower you and give you that little bit of a nudge to go, just choose one thing this week. Yeah, yeah. And go and own it. Become, yeah, become the master of that. And then once you're like, do you know what? That makes me feel so much better. That's that's gonna that's a keeper. Yeah. And I'm going to share that with my friends and see if I can inspire them to try it because they've seen how much better I feel, how much more motivated I am, or how much more active, um, proactive, more stimulated, more happier I feel. Mm. And then it can really inspire each other from doing the basics consistently. Becoming basic. Mm-hmm. Back to basics yeah, to I become more human. Right? I need that. I'm not perfect. Far from it. <laughs> Far from it. But I need to go back to basics sometimes because I take on too much. Well, I think the I think the more work you do, the more you understand or can align with there is no perfect. That's the point. No. That's all control, isn't it? And once you let that go, then you realise, ah, okay. I just need to strive for the be the best example of mm-hmm. self rather mm-hmm. than what I perceive perfection to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's sometimes can be the negative side of what we're talking about social media, right? Yeah. You can look at that and that's not sustainable. No. So someone gave me a great tool and it was to delete the accounts that were creating anxiety. Yeah. That's it. You don't have to be on Instagram. No. Just look at the things that you feel are empowering you Mm. and that you can gain simple tools again Mm -hmm. to make small changes that might be sleep this week Mm -hmm. okay let me let me go and geek out and sleep this week let's become a sleep let's become matthew walker this week and become a sleep expert yeah boom okay anyone that's not highlighting the appropriate patterns of sleep this week let's get rid of those accounts and get them out yeah well i went to that i went for that phase and i don't want to dwell on this too much because we can go deep into the social social stuff (laughs) well yeah we, we, we could talk for hours i know we could um but this is something I can relate to because mm. I've had this feeling of like, oh, what if someone gets upset because I've stopped following them because I've just decided to unfollow them? Because at that moment in time, I decided that I wasn't in a place where I wanted to see that. I didn't yeah. want to hear that. I yeah. didn't want to watch that. 
because at that point in my life, it wasn't making me feel good about myself. So I decided I'm going to put my attention onto something else that does nurture a good feeling, brings happiness to, makes me smile. Yeah. Maybe I'll follow a few animal accounts about zoo animals being cared for and rescue dogs and stuff like nice. that. I love that. That makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah. Nothing to do with my business, but I love animals and they make me feel good. I love animals being rescued and I love animals being cared for. I just followed loads of pet, pet channels for a while and it brought me back into a nice place of, oh, there are good humans out there doing nice things. And myself, you know, I will also then do a little detox on certain things because I realize I'm not in that space anymore. That was just a distraction. That channel, that person I was following was, was where I used to be. I'm not there anymore. I've mm. evolved from that. Yeah. Thank you for what you did give me, but now I'm not in that place. I'm now going on this path. And that makes me feel even better because I've evolved, I've grown. And I think, you know, we all have that ability to, to choose, don't we? We don't have to suffer. We just choose to suffer sometimes, you know, and chronically go into that point of, I want to suffer and I can't stop watching them for whatever reason, whereas that's your choice. Yeah, don't become a victim within that system. Mm. But also, I think it, the big one for me has always been, it's it's none of my business what other people think of me. Yeah. So, you know, if I want to remove an account, then I remove an yeah. account. Otherwise, yeah. I'm on it to please them. Mm. And I'm prioritizing them over me. Yeah. We care a lot about what other people think exactly. of us. Exactly. And you're the most important person. You are the most important person. Yeah. And if you start to follow accounts and, and search into social media looking for distraction, okay, we'll just be a bit more conscious and aware of what those distractions are doing to you. Yeah. And, and now are you living in someone else's bubble? That is probably an illusion. And how is that making you feel? And in that moment, you have a choice to carry on or to divert your attention to something that really speaks to you, mm. that will lift your vibe, that will bring value into your life. And there's so many great people doing that now. And it's awesome to see it's not just about, you know, getting, you know, flaunting yourself and promoting your next thing. But there's a lot of great people speaking truth and inspiring and, and, and going down to the root of, you know, where we can make change and, I'm really proud to know that I'm making that shift and really be more thoughtful of where I'm taking um, my attention. Mm. And I see a lot of that happening now. So I'm excited about where the industry is going and how people are taking that responsibility to heart and seeing how serious it actually is to influence someone is a real powerful tool. And, and you've got to think about what you're influencing them with. And I oh, think, exactly. You know, that's that's a real powerful gift. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you think of it that way, you know, if we're looking to the external world outside, then we need to probably think, oh, what's going on inside that I keep to need, needing to reach out for? Mm -hmm. And so, as an influencer, it's important then to realize that people are looking to the external mm -hmm. world mm -hmm. and that the messages we need to give are going to be about getting them to understand what's going on inside. Yeah. And we have to check ourselves, don't we? We oh, sometimes man. go off, lose our way a little bit because we got, we got stimulated by something and we thought, well, maybe we should put some attention. Or triggered by something. Triggered. And then we respond, we react. Yeah. And then you look back and you go, oh, I don't remember that. I don't know why I put that out there. I don't know why I like expressed that emotion for that. But it triggered you for whatever reason. Yeah, I think we were talking about this earlier and I, I think it's a very interesting space that it feels like um, this isn't ego, by the way. This, this just feels like the more work you do, 
when you do go or something does trigger you or adversity, I was talking about adversity earlier, right? Suddenly it's like, wow, okay, my world's ending right now. I've set up this 30-day challenge and now I can't run anymore. The world's going to end and sobbing in my hands and roaring into the traffic because I can't run anymore, right? Mm. And then it was like, wow, okay, that, that's triggering. And, and then it's recognizing, oh, I'm triggered. Mm. I'm now the victim. This is happening to me, right? Is it or is it happening for me? Okay, yeah. let's sit away from it. Mm-hmm. And I think the the more work you do, the less time you spend mm-hmm. in the trauma mm-hmm. of it all, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. The yeah. more you can highlight what it is and yeah. what's coming up for you. Yeah. I think that's a huge part of self-awareness. Yeah. And uh, being responsible for your actions and your behavior and owning it. Don't blame anybody else. Mm. Your choice. Yeah. You choose. It's on you. You know, just stop for a second. Observe what's going on. Embrace it. Acknowledge it. You know, just accept that's what's going on in that moment. But understand why. Mm. And strip it back a little bit to get back to the, the trigger. And knowing, again, it's all down to you. Maybe it's a past trauma. Maybe it's something that you'd... You know, you brought on yourself. Mm. And um, I think the more aware we can be and just in accepting and being that vulnerable person that has actually becomes quite empowered from that vulnerability, uh, hopefully that inspires more people to lean in and, and kind of like sit with what's coming up to maybe work back from that and understand it and use that as a strength. Yeah, uh, for me, I think I think breath's one of the most, mm. breath is one of the most yeah. potent tools for that. Mm-hmm. you know oh i'm i can feel mm-hmm. i'm elevated ah, i can feel there's a bit of anxiety there mm-hmm. ah, i'm gonna do some breath mm-hmm. any breathing tools what do you recommend so many breathing tools uh, what's I the mean, simplest form uh, to help someone down regulate what would you do so to simplify down regulation based on my own personal experiences what i see resonates with a lot of other people when i teach real foundation classes and, and workshops is one, being aware of what's happening with your breathing. Being aware of what's happening in the process of a breath. A lot of people say, I can't meditate, I can't breathe, I get so distracted, I've got a really busy mind, I'm really overstimulated, I'm super stressed. Whatever the stimulus is, whatever the emotion is, is okay, well, one thing, don't beat yourself up if you feel you can't do it. Just observe the next breath. Mm. And then observe the next breath. But if your mind is still busy, don't worry except that's the way you feel in that moment. Observe the next breath. Nasal breathing compared to mouth breathing. There's a purpose for both. Yeah. But day to day, if we're looking to downregulate and to bring calm and to get into more restful digestion state and, you know, calming, repair, repair, repairing, uh, restorative, whatever you want to call it, downregulation is to start to slow down the breath to take control of the breath and then be aware then of what happens physically, emotionally, mentally, when you start to lengthen those breaths, go a little bit deeper and then inhale for the nose and then exhale for the nose. If you struggle with nasal breathing, people still do. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I'm very aware of that. Work towards inhaling for the nose so it slows it down and then lengthen the breath out when you release it slow it down even more and then observe the next breath and then starting to count the breath i think is the key part because then it's less brain chatter when you're having to internally count so inhale for four seconds have a really conscious 
mindful pause before you breathe out and then count how long it takes you to breathe that exhalation mm. and then repeat it. Yep. Maybe it's a little bit longer the next time. Maybe it's a little bit shorter, but take your next breath. So I always get people to play with it because if I set the intention of like, I want you to all breathe in for four seconds and then exhale for eight seconds because that's what I find works for my, mm. you know, balance. Okay, well, that person might and feel anxious because they, they can't they hit can't, the four eight. They can't hit the four eight. Mm. So you do you. One day it might be different. Maybe you're super stimulated one day and, you, and that four becomes two and that eight becomes three. You're like, and I can't breathe into my nose today. Okay, well, what can you do? Can you do a out for your mouth? Mm. Okay, when, then can your next breath be in for the nose and out for the nose? So that's a long way to explain that. But no, I no, it's people, not a long way I, at I all, kind of man, want them great. to have permission to know that each day might be a little bit different. Yeah. But just observe and accept that's the way you feel in that moment and then work on it. Which ties in with being present. Be present because the awareness of your breath, the awareness of the process is a mindful act. Yeah. which allows you to be less stimulated by your environment or whatever's triggered you, whatever's wound you up. It might just be one breath that gets you to go, oh, Yeah, the breath is the is what tool to get you back to the present. To right? bring you back, mm. to assess, to recalibrate, to check in, to then go about whatever it is you've got to tackle next, even if that's a good night's sleep. Yeah. you've got 10 rounds of solid consistent breath and you build on it ne the next day and you build on it the next day and if you forget one day it's okay we all do it you know you can always come back to that it starts with breath it ends with breath yeah and i, I want to add to that because i have this whole thing about a pb i'm writing about at the moment because I, I had this with the ice bath oh, oh i'm gonna i've got to get in the ice and i've got to get my pb and it's for me it's now just a present best or a profound best mm -hmm. so every day every minute is going to be different every hour is going to be different that's the point mm -hmm. right it's whatever that present best can be mm -hmm. in that moment mm -hmm. nice man that was our present best it was i like that i'm hyped i always love chatting about this stuff it reinforces yeah, it i mean i love hanging out with you anyway I think yeah you're it's been cool man. i think you're a legend and uh, um I'm grateful that Legends on the Couch. I'm part of this. That's whole a good name for the podcast. Leg Legends, Legends on the Couch. On the couch. Like I'll embrace that. I'll there take we that. go. That's for you, that one. When you do, <laughs> when you do your podcast, Richie, you can have that. I'm thinking about Richie and Friends at the moment. That's nice. But I don't know. We're steering in a direction of just understanding what I would like to be around. Yeah. So, um, but I think, you know, if we're going to leave this in a in a way that's going to inspire other people to maybe just be a bit more present a bit more aware it's actually just just check in with yourself and see where you can make some little changes that will have a profound impact i think on the rest of your life and don't feel like you've got to rush it because we're all on our own little journeys aren't we just learning absolutely right? and we're carrying so much from generations before of their journey mm, yeah you know so there's an awful lot to shed there yeah. it's a good thing so, to be a part of isn't it so be so be um Mm. be caring and gentle to yourself just yeah. as much as anyone yeah. right? and be an empowered being exactly innately wild innately connected innately, innately empowered there you go. also um, incredibly grateful yeah man Great. grateful gratitude. for your time man gratitude boom is thank the you very key. much Richie pleasure man it's been pleasure. awesome I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Richie as much as I did what a legend to find out more about what Richie's up to 
then head over to his Instagram account at the Strength Temple. If you like the conversation, then please show some love by spreading the message wide and far. If you're new to the podcast, then please go back and listen to the previous episodes. It also really helps promote the podcast if you can hit the rate button and subscribe. If you have in any way been inspired by my Barefoot Sustainability Running Challenge, then please make a donation to one or more of the sustainability and environmental organisations that I am fundraising for. You'll find the Just Giving pages in the info box. Huge thanks to Mr James Joyce for all your work in helping get these conversations out. You are appreciated. Remember, peeps, we can't all live in nature, but that doesn't mean we can't live naturally.